the heart of the River Kingdoms lies an old Pathfinder Lodge, once thought lost. A lodge shrouded in secrecy and mystery, driving many to believe that its goals are not that of exploration, but of more nefarious purposes. Recently, an unknown venture captain has reopened the lodge and recruited a new group of Pathfinder agents to do its bidding. Whether their goals are to benefit the society or something much more sinister is yet to be seen. Welcome to Tales from the Black Lodge. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat Tales from the Black Lodge. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, we pick up where we last left off with our gang ambushed by some headless flaming skeletons. So a couple of quick show notes this week. First of all, this is going to be a shorter than average introduction because I have to get ready for PaizoCon. I have to build the actual adventure we're doing and test our Twitch stream and figure out coordination between everyone and make sure their webcams are working and all that fun stuff. So I'm really, really busy this week. But a few show notes. In this week's episode, this is the very first time we actively used Roll20 in a combat situation. This adventure is the first time we actually used Roll20. We used to use D20 Pro, but for various reasons we switched over to Roll20. Basically because we were having some issues with Java, and D20 Pro, which I still love and I think it's excellent, was having some issues in some people's computers, so temporarily we wanted to try out Roll20. And they both have advantages and disadvantages. Roll20 is very easy to get into. You can just like jump in very quickly. The interface is very fast. D20 Pro, I like a lot more for combat because you can put a lot of math in the combat. You can automatically put any bonuses or detriments into the characters dynamically. And in Pathfinder 2, there is a lot of math. There's a lot of things that can be going on, and you just run out of icons in Roll20. So I like them both. They both have their advantages and disadvantages. However, you will hear us talking this episode a lot about Roll20 because it's new to almost everyone who's playing this week because they have rarely used it, or if they did use it, they haven't used it for several years. Something else I want to mention is that later in this episode, we go into a large diatribe about some of our favorite 80s TV shows. And one of them is I am talking about a show called Travelers. I actually meant to say Voyagers. I made a big mistake. So any of you out there want to know what the heck I'm talking about, you're going to be listening later on. We're talking about this show called Voyagers. Fantastic show. Really good. I think it even still holds up to this day. Those of you who are older will actually remember the show, and those of you who are not, look it up. It's a fun show that came out in the 80s that was massively popular, and for various reasons that you're going to hear in the show why it stopped being filmed. And let's just say it is not a good reason. So by the time this comes out, PaizoCon Online will still be going on. This comes out on the Friday during PaizoCon 2020, and we will have already had our special Black Lodge episode with Eric Mona during PaizoCon. Either it was a great success or a terrible disaster. I am hoping it was a great success. We have tested our Twitch quite a bit. 
I mean, I've done streaming. I know how to do it. Obviously, whenever you do something live in front of a large audience, there's always a bit of a nervousness to it and making sure everyone's technology is working correct. We obviously have six people streaming at the same time, plus a battle map, plus sound effects, plus animations. So there's a lot going on, and uh, it's obviously have to run the game too. So we've, we've tested it, and it worked out pretty well the few times we've done it. So hopefully for the live Twitch stream, it'll go really well. And something I'm planning on doing is obviously recording the episode and then putting it on our Twitch and probably YouTube as well. So you can go check it out. You can see what it was all about. So if you missed it, you didn't see it at PaizoCon, just go to our YouTube stream. The easiest way to find these all is just go to RollForCombat.com and in the upper left-hand corner, we have our YouTube stream, we have our Twitch stream, we have, well, everything. You name it, it's going to be up there. So just click on one of those two and you can see the actual episode with ourselves and Eric Mona. And if it's anything like the one we did with Eric Mona about a month ago, it should be hilarious. And then some super quick show notes. Don't forget, got about three weeks or so left to enter the Superstar Contest. RPGSuperstar.com. Check that out. Enter some monsters, win some prizes. Also, don't forget about the Patreon. If you put in $10, you can watch us stream live whenever we are doing Three Ring Adventure or Tales from the Black Lodge. Either one, you two can watch us stream live. And finally, don't forget, do check out our Discord channel if you want to play games. You can just go to discord.rollforcombat.com, check out lots of things about the show. You can talk spoilers, you can talk games with other people, and most importantly, you can play Pathfinder or Starfinder games in our Discord channel. I just created our 250th table. There's actually been more than 250 tables because we have different numbering system, but officially I made table number 250, which is pretty cool. But it's really, if you go by the actual counting, something like 270 or something, or maybe even higher because we were using a different numbering system. But now I'm just being a geek. So we'll just say 250 plus. How about that? 250 plus tables in the last two years. So that is a lot of tables. What's that like? Over two a week. Two a week start on average. So if you want to play some games, check that out. Discord.rollforcombat.com But with that, let's get to this week's episode. Last we left off, you were trouncing through the beautiful haunted woods. That that name is a misnomer because it's not haunted. It's really should be called the undead woods, not haunted. Haunted gives you the illusion of ghosts and incorporeals. It's more undead-like as you were walking through a clearing when six flaming skull skeletons from the ground and decided to have a party with you guys. Roll for combat! And we have the turn order. And Nella. Nella, who rolled a natural 20. Nice. We want her to go first. John Stats is playing Mr. Peepers, a halfling thief rogue. She goes first, and she sees to the northeast six flaming skeletons who rose up they are on fire, they're holding their heads in their hands, and they're all chatting, making like clicking and fiery noises. 
What do you do? Hmm. Um, I feel like produce flame against skeletons that are already on fire won't do much. Jason McDonald is playing Nella Amberleaf, a human wild druid. Do I want to go right to Shillelagh? Um, yeah, you know what? That seems the most effective plan. I'm going to go ahead and cast my good friend Shillelagh. Shillelagh. So you cast Shillelagh. That's two actions. And your Shillelagh appears. What is Shillelagh? That makes my staff into a magic weapon for up to a minute. It is insane. It becomes a plus Particularly one strike weapon. Undead. Yeah, it does three d three d four or three d eight damage against undead. Ice, which is sick. And Although, with my third action, I guess I'm just going to kind of move out into the middle of the clearing a little bit further. And that is twenty. You are done. So the flaming skull skeleton, the red one. Since there's so many, we're going to go by color. So the red one is going up, and it's like, ha, 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 It's like cackling as it saunders over. The red skeleton? Is it particularly funny? Vanessa Hoskins is playing Mama Millicent, a human fighter. Ha! That's a good one. Okay, so it saunders up 25 feet, and it has its skull in its hands, and it decides to throw its skull at, let's see. Nella! Nella gets a skull thrown at her face. So the skull is thrown at you. Is there any is there any rules lawyer where I'm being used by stick to baseball bat at back at <laughs> Oh stickball Uh sure, you can try. Do you have do you have stickball as a reaction in uh, improvised Nella's? weapons? I have stickball lore. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that counts. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I grew up as I grew up as a newsie in Brooklyn. Uh, this is where you let him roll. My character. If he gets a twenty, then you give it to him. Well, I also used the... all my I also used all my actions. So, well, here's the thing. I rolled a seventeen. What's your AC? Eight, 18. A miss. So the skull tries to bite you while it's flying in the air, but as it's flying in the air. It starts going <laughs> and makes all these weird sounds. Nella, Mr. Peepers, and Thorgrim, give me will saves. Oh, come on! What? <laughs> Nella gets a 23, Thorgrim gets an 11, and Mr. Peepers gets a 17. So it, um, it tries to demoralize you as it's sort of freaking you guys out. By having this headless flaming skull go near you. And Mr. Peepers gets an 11. He completely fails. No, I oh, got sorry, a 17. Thorgrim, sorry, Thorgrim has an 11. Thorgrim completely fails. You have a 17. You... Oh, that's, a, that, that's success. That's success. Level one, that's a success. Hold on, I got to see what it is. Uh, let's see. Intimidation check. That's what it's intimidation. What's intimidation based off? Because, of course, this character does Fear. It's got to be fear. Chris Beamer is playing Thorgim the Lion, a dwarf redeemer champion. No, no. Charisma. It is a charisma-based staff. Charisma. Seth Lipton is playing Nixnox, a goblin fire elementalist sorcerer. Intimidation is its own skill, and it is based on charisma. I know, but here's the crazy part. It's not listed. 
<laughs> it should have a DC. If, if they're rolling a, a will list. save, it should it be list. against a DC. Doesn't list it. Is it a bestiary uh, creature? Yes. Does not list it. Flaming Skull Skeletal Guard does not list it. Um, it has acro acrobatics target, and I, athletics. I think if it's if it's the same as the skill, it's a success as targets frightened one. Right, How? but I'm, I don't know what the DC is because it doesn't list it anywhere. Oh. Where's, oh, I see. Oh, you're using Screaming Skull? Mm-hmm. It does a Jaws oh, and yeah. attempts. It attempts to de demoralize, but the Skeleton Guard doesn't have demoralize. I would give it its... Um, See? I would give it two. Okay, here. Well, here's what I do. I would do two plus its creature level plus its charisma bonus, as if it was just trained. Fair enough. Well, it's a minus one, so does it only get a one? So is it just an eleven? It's just an eleven. Yeah, I agreed. Okay. Now look at that. We worked it all out. Okay, Thorgrim, Mister Peepers, Nella, you all have the screaming skull jump around, cackling in front of you, and it does nothing. You're all like, huh? Okay. Nothing happened. <laughs> Nothing for now. Cool story. Boy, that was bro. weird. <laughs> Thorgrim is up. I move over there. Yes. I raise my shield. I throw my trident yes. at that one. You throw a trident. Okay. You throw I the do. trident at the red skeleton. Uh, I'm not very good at throwing things, so let's see how this works. Plus three. Oh, there we go. Okay. You roll a 20, and you... Hit. Now this so, is a piercing weapon. Yes, roll your damage. Okay. Like your eyes. Exactly. <laughs> eight damage. <laughs> so eight points of damage onto the skull. Uh, it doesn't do a ton of damage. It sort of nicks it, and mm. it's still standing. And you are done. Okay, the blue skeleton goes now, and it's going to do a very similar thing. Oh no. Okay, it moves up a little bit to the side, and it throws its skull at Nella as well. Uh, five is probably going to be a critical wow. miss. Wow. Completely is that a critical misses. miss? Is that a critical yeah, miss? I think that's... Now, if it's a critical miss, I'd be able to bat the skull back at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe you were like... You, after the first one, you were like, ho-ho, and you weren't like expecting it. But by the second one, you're starting to take swings at it. And maybe you actually... You hit it a little, and it's sort of like... Ah, and it's... it's it, Instead of it... Uh, so instead of it better. Yes. Yes. Um... Do we get so, to do the will save thing again? I believe so, because the demoralize is different for each for each mm -hmm. uh, uh, one. So another will save for Nella, Thorgrim, and Mr. Peeper. Nella's fine. Thorgrim's fine. Oh, Oopsie. Mr. Peeper's rolling. And you are frightened one, Mr. Peeper's. Let's put a little icon on you to show that you're afraid. Is there a chicken? Can I put the chicken icon? There's got to be a chicken icon. Sure. You find that chicken. You become a chicken. Now Mama Millicent's up. All right. Let's take care of them critters. Uh, Mama Millicent is going to take two stride actions up to... Well, we've injured the red one a bit. Let's take a, stri a couple strides up to that one. All right. Two stride actions will bring me 25 feet, uh, sort of standing defensively in front of her companions. And she is going to swing that big maul in a new attack that I've acquired called the Brutish Shove. This is an attack with my maul. Mm -hmm. uh, that Man. is a 20. That will hit. 
Nice. All right, cool. So it does nine bludgeoning damage. Uh, because I was successful, it is flat-footed until the end of my next turn, and I get a free shove attack against it. Oh. Well, you don't have to worry about it as it's dead. Or it just dies. Or it just dies. Oh, or it just dies. <laughs> Are you done? But if it, it hadn't died, there are no <laughs> chicken icons. Amazing! It would have been. A, now you have the screaming guy, the guy who's like screaming, and uh, that's what I have. Okay, the green skull guy goes. Uh, this green skull guy is going to move up a little, move to there, and he has, of all things, a short bow, and he's actually going to fire at Thorgrim. AC nineteen. Um, does that 18 hit you? Miss. Miss. Close, though. Sticks out of my shield. Yeah, sticks out of your shield. Well, they're shooting at you again. I don't think they like dwarves. Uh, ooh, 13. <laughs> Misses. And he is done. And now the pink skeleton. There's a lot of skeletons here. There's, a lot There's of so skeletons. many skeletons. skeletons. Are the skeletons on fire too? Or is it just yeah. the heads of the whole thing? No, the whole thing. whole thing's on okay. fire. It's just like a flaming barbecue pit here. Um, he is no, going to... cold spells. He's going to throw his head. He's going to throw his head. I have electricity. Like Mama Millicent is throwing his head. Uh-oh. Does a two hit you? Still a miss. And Mama and Nella have to give me will saves. Oh, please. You're both fine. Nice. <laughs> Look at that. That's ridiculous. Well, I, got, I got a plus nine will, so I pretty much yeah. have to roll a one to fail. Pretty good. All right, Mr. Peepers Since it's wisdom-based. Exactly. You need a one to fail. Yep. Now, Mr. Okay, Peepers so Mr. Is, is, is scared. He's scared. Yes. So what does scared mean? What does that do? Uh, minus one to everything. Ah! Uh, Basically. It, it, it goes back to zero. At the end of your turn, it goes down by one, so you'll be okay. So it's okay. Uh, right now, you are a scared little chicken. You are, you are terrified of everything. I kind of want to delay my turn until I get some tanks in front of me, but... Uh, I guess not a bad anyway. idea. You can delay. Yes, but what are those taxes? What are those taxes, Chris? Though, yeah. Why don't you go behind yeah. Chris? Why don't you go behind Thorgrim? Who, Mister Peepers? What yeah. does it say? What's the language that says like you, you have you may not be able to move towards the creature if you're frightened? Is that what it says? Creature can willingly nope. move. No, nope. no, no. It's different. It's different. Oh, okay. Frightened's just a condition. And um, only if it actually says you run away, do you run away. It has nothing to do with right end. It's uh, completely separate now. Mr. Peepers does not run. All right. So we're going to give this thing what for, and we're going to attack with the short sword. That's right. Well, you move up. Oh, is that a 25? I see. Did you get a 25? I roll a natural 18, not a crit, though. You do. You roll... A 25. You hit soundly. You do 10 points of damage, which will... Oh, wait. That, that is, wait, 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 wait. An 18 is a critical hit? No, you did... I rolled an no, 18, no, you did, though. It doesn't matter. It's, seven. it's a 25. It doesn't matter. Do 10 higher than its AC to do a crit. Oh! You yeah, that's how it works rolled, now. Yeah, but you rolled max damage. You rolled a 6 uh, plus 4, so you did 10 points of damage. So you crush the skeleton into dust, and it dies. And the piercing oh. slashing didn't matter. 
Uh, well, he did 10 points of damage, so it went right through any of the resistances. It actually well, does matter, but Mr. Peepers is badass. Although, you have a minus one, so that actually should have been a 24, mm -hmm. but it's still enough to kill still enough. So. And do I have yeah. a turn left? Do I have a action left? You have an action left. Yeah, you do. Um, That's one shot, one kill. Holy crap. I'm going to back away a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay, well, the purple one goes. The purple So one you can totally it. do that, huh? You can move up, attack, and then move away? Of course. Why wouldn't wow. you? Wow. That's like spring attack in the old game. But of course. He moves up, and seeing that Mr. Peepers killed his buddy, he shoots his bow at Mr. Peepers. You killed Joe. How dare you killing Joe? Yeah, I killed Kenny. Yeah, it only goes till the end of your turn. And... 12 is a miss. Till the end of my turn or till the end of no. uh, the skeleton's turn? No, your turn. Your turn. Okay. It only lasts the, It lasts your full turn, and then it goes away. That's how it works. And then it um, tries to shoot you again. Hmm. Does a zero hit you? Uh, I take that's a critical. Wow. No. And lastly, but not least, Mr. Orange goes... Oh, there's a lot of skeletons in the way. Uh, Mr. Orange. There are so many skeletons. <laughs> I know. Mr. Orange is hes just going to hang back, and he's just going to fire in Mr. Peepers from back here. How about that? Oh, come on! <laughs> a 10 completely misses you. So uh, then uh, he'll attack again. Uh, four. Will that hit you? That will miss. That misses. You know what? He feels lucky. He's going to attack Mr. Peter. Oh my gosh. One oh, more on! time. Get a natural 20. It's only a minus 10. So <laughs> what's the chances of it actually hitting you? Let's Does see. a 20 automatically hit? Yeah, of course. My armor class is 18. It automatically is, it a, is it a crit, though? No, no because now a 20 only increases it one step. So if a 20 would have been a miss, it becomes a hit. He got the hit. Yep. Uh, he missed all of his attacks. They don't get critical. Nick is up way in the back. Way in the back. <laughs> Nick Knox finally gets to go. And he's just seeing a whole bunch of skeletons dancing around. I, I follow my Dharma. And my Dharma is to be sneaky. So I am going to run into this cover. Boop, 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 boop. So I run into this, this darkness over here. And I get into that darkness. I want to be in that darkness. It's not, it's not letting me enter the darkness. There's a tree there. No. You can't go in the tree. Get out here and fight, you coward. You want to go in? You want to go into the tree? Uh, I want I to hide behind the tree. Well, you're hiding behind the tree, so... Okay, so that, then I want to roll a stealth check and attempt to hide to become uh, unobserved for my second action. <sighs> And then whatever that result is that I don't know, I am now going to, for my third action, sneak and attempt to go into this square that's further along, if that's possible. How big is that tree? Like, that darkness, is that all trunk? What is that? I was just being fun. I was trying to be fun. I didn't realize you were going to go right in there and try to break it. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, well, but the point, like, if, if, I could, if I could indicate, like, where my icon is now, right, exactly there. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end up 
I'm going to sneak now and be there and try to become uh, undetected. Okay. Wow. You're, you're doing a great job in this combat, let me tell you. Oh, I'm set, it's called setting up. It's called like setting up the kill. Uh, now I mean, these up. skeletons are very tough. It's going to take a big hit to take them down. Okay, well, I'm going to move up to green skeleton. Yeah. If I've done my, if I've done my corners and diagonals correctly, I should have enough move to do. And I'm going to smack him with my staff two-handed. Yeah, that was just twenty, so you're able to do it. A nineteen. That will hit, and you do. Let's see, you do twelve points of damage, and I get uh, an extra D eight because it's undead. Well, actually, I have the bottom one. You see where it says additional damage, home plane. So that oh, is three okay. D eight plus one. So that's fourteen points of damage. Oh, nice. Right, the skeleton explodes in shillelagh goodness. Um, nice. There's nothing left. It's it's totally gone. Um, you have one more action, I believe. Yeah, but I'm going to go ahead and be slightly cowardly and pull back behind the bushes a little bit. Okay. Oh, there you go, behind the bushes. Well, the other, the other choice is to run up and put myself in the line of fire of three people, which seems kind of stupid. Orgrim's up. Okay. There's only three skeletons left. I move, really, I move really slowly, though. Twenty. Uh, twenty is not. Most everyone rolls. Uh, sorry, most everyone here uh, moves a twenty. It's actually pretty common. So. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna have to um do this. Darn armor. Let's create the line here. I'll move that up there. I'll draw my clan dagger and I'll raise my shield, and I'm done. Wow. What? Oh I can't do much else. God, you move up twice and attack. And what? I shot. don't have a weapon in my hand. Oh my god! I threw my weapon away. Mama Millicent is up. Oh yeah, god. like Nick Knox and Thorgrim at the back of the party. They're, wow! They're, they're no, like I'm moving all, up to the front of the doing, party. What are you talking yeah, about? You, you move all about positioning. You are it's positioning. Oh my goodness! And wow! Like, all right. Well, you're, you really want to go down this right road there. there. There's going to be a lot of critique hey, on your move. Up your weapon, you? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mr. Go to prison uh-huh. twice. All right. Uh, Mama, is <laughs> Mama is going to move up and sort of past these uh, couple skeletons that are clustered together, uh, swinging her maul as she moves past them. Uh, first strike with her maul <laughs> is a 26. Yeah, that's a crit. Uh, which one were you attacking? The purple one. Purple. Oh my god. The one that's closer to the party? Purple explodes in bones and fire everywhere. Fantastic. And for my second one, I'll do a brutish shove with the same maul. Does that actually do damage? or Brutish shove? Yeah, if it's a successful hit, then it also pushes them back. I see, but 10 will not successfully hit. Oh, Oh well. You're getting greedy. And I'm I'm not even getting. Oh, I did strike one once. I did some damage. <laughs> you wouldn't know uh, it. Yeah, you, you, you would I, not I did, know. I did the. Fr- I struck. We're not interested in ancient history, yeah, Chris. Yeah, yeah. You, we have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, the pink one uh, is just going to try to bite Mama Millicent with its jaws. It's like huh. it's just it's just going to bite. You. <laughs> it's like holding its head and its hand, and it's like trying to hit you with its head. 
That's fighting. <laughs> like, all right. 18. What's your AC? AC 19. AC miss. That's not fair. I tell you, that really isn't fair. That should not be allowed. That should be... No, it's, it is. It's perfectly fair. Have a nice mouthful of splint mail, right? All right. Well, it, it tries to bite you again. How about that? What? Oh, God. Another 18. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might as well try a third time because it's a skeleton. It's not very smart. It's going to go one more time. Come at me, nibbler. Oh my god, I rolled a 12, a 17, and a 17, and misses again. But You're rolling really well, but not I, with these crummy skeletons. I know. They're, they're, I'm, I'm saving my good rolls for later. All right, Mr. Peepers, you're up. Way All in right. the back. Way yeah. in the back. All right, well, enough screwing around. Enough screwing around. Mr. Peepers is going to just finish this. All right, so for a double move, I am going to... Get around here and whop them on. 23. Eight, one for me, Mr. Nice. Eight points of damage. Uh, uh, what do you mean eight points of damage? I'm looking at eight damage and 18 critical damage. Did you make a critical? A oh, it shows that. Oh, it even shows that with a... Yes. Oh. What's he the just rolls attack? it no matter what. Or sneak attack automatic too, right? Sneak attack automatic adds to it, so it's three should be thirteen, right? Um, that's right, because you are flanking, so mm -hmm. you would get sneak attack because Mr. Peepers doesn't know how to play his character. <laughs> Don't oh. say that out loud. Then people, <laughs> people will know. I know you actually kill it because I thought there was no flanking in this game. I thought two point doesn't have flanking. Of course, yeah, flanking gives the enemy the flat-footed condition, which allows you to sneak attack. Oh, and I get a super bonus for flat-footed. Okay, well, one anyway. You do? Oh, cool. No, well, you get a 1d6. You got an extra five points of damage. Yeah. And you were done. There's one skeleton left. He's got a one bow, right? Okay. skeleton. They actually all had bows. One skeleton left. Just one. What does it decide they, to do? They have not done a single point of damage to our it's, party. I know, the, 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 the horror that we've been feeling Don't curse is us. Hmm. Well, oh, we in that gross. case, I think it's going to have to try as hard as possible to hit someone. Mr. Peepers with his AC of 18. Let's try to hit you. You're good at rolling 18s. That's true. Oh, oh. I think. Dang. That Dang. is a hit, my friend. That is a hit. Rolls a 14 for a 20. Mr. Peepers is hit with the bow. And it does a whopping one point of damage. That's right. One Ouch. point of Ouch. damage. Oh, <laughs> so, you like, Man you down! Man down! Man <laughs> down! Like, you haven't hit me at all. And then you like literally get a nick on your arm. He's like, okay, now you've pissed me off because... Mr. You had Peepers to ruin. Mr. Peepers is down. It changes the whole complexion of the fight. The flawless <laughs> victory. Personal. The flawless victory is gone. Uh, after that, it laughs and it pulls its head off and throws it at Mr. Peepers just for just for the hell of it. Why not? Why not? Oh, nine misses. He dodges Mr. out of the way. You get out of the way, but Mr. Peepers and will Mama save. need to do will saves. That's right. As yeah. you are terrified oh, I know of these screaming. Oh, 
Ooh, Mama barely made it with an 11. Oh, Mr. Peepers rolls a natural Boom. 20. Boom! Crits it. Fair. Uh, so the green fair. means crit, then, I guess. Yes, a green nice. means a natural 20, and a red means a natural, natural one. one. You no like this program, Chris? I do. This is good. Okay, Nick Knox is so far behind and so much smoke and soot, he can't even see the other skeleton because he's so well hidden, he can't see either. What are you going to do? Way in the it, back. Way I, in the I, back. I, I, I am actually just totally uh, enjoying the show. The, 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 this is, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very popcorn like, ready. Whatever, whatever concern over the undead that I'm feeling has now been converted to uh, oh, to um, uh, over enthusiasm, uh, overconfidence. Uh, so I am very sneaky. I have a very sneaky characteristic, and so I can leave cover and maintain uh, sneakiness. And, uh, and I get plus five to my sneak movement. So I'm going to use three actions to just as a role-playing thing. Uh, effectively move unobserved to here. And then later just appear there and everybody's going to be surprised because you don't know where it came from. <laughs> you know, the, here's I'm going to tell you a secret. When the skeleton throws its head, it's blind. So you're sneaking. That's really funny. Uh, has no effect on the skeleton because it can't see. Oh, oh no! I'm sneaking from the rest of my party. Oh, I don't care okay. about the skeleton. You're, you're like, you're like, haha! Look, I'm over here, and he's like throwing his voice like exactly, a exactly. Like, oh, Everybody saw me here. Bushes, right? Exactly. Everybody saw me go to the bushes on the other side of the field, and then I'm gonna appear out of nowhere. Do they have multiple skulls? Like, can they? No. What happens is their their skulls are like Thor's hammer, and they come right back to their hands oh, afterwards. Nice. So, I like After that. That's, turn, that's really cool. Yeah, they, they're blind when they don't have the skull, but when it's their turn, it comes back to their hand, and then they can attack with it again. Ooh, Nella is serpentining. Oh, my God, that was very cool. It's going to take two moves to get there, unfortunately, so I'm going to get there, and I'm going to have time for one attack, so I'm going to swing my baseball that's bat. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Yeah, but you have the best baseball bat. Yeah, we I get know. a one shot. You got, like, the super bat. Uh, 15. And there's a one shot. That is not going to do it. Oh, really? Oh, man. Hero no, point. Uh, hero no, point. Uh, hero point. Yeah, hero, hero point. point. Oh, hero point. <laughs> he's using it. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> to reroll your damage. Horrible. <laughs> to reroll the attack. Oh. Uh, Wait. Reroll the attack. You hit. No, he no, missed. And a 13 oh. is even worse. Uh,. That may have been a bad suggestion. No, whatever. I, I, I'm feeling like I wanted to try to finish that, but okay. Thorgrim, way in the back. Yay! In the in the in the rear with the if gear. What are you doing? I don't want Chris to steal another kill because I was just listening to the show from. The I hear chicken sounds day. from the back. Do you guys hear chicken sounds? I definitely hear clucking back there. Oh my! All right, that's God. that's two moves. He's now he's charging up. He's like, oh, five <laughs> skeletons are dead. Oh, and, and this one is, um, oh, wait. Actually, I'm lowering my armor. I forgot something. Wait, wait, wait. Hmm? If you're blind, does it bring down your AC? I don't know if it does, believe me. Oh, yeah. Not. Yeah, but what? Because blinded it all it who's, says. I think you're just flat footed. Um, who's blind? The monster. So blind you know is, what? I take blind, it back. You, yeah, you can't see all normal terrain is difficult terrain. You can't detect anything using vision. You automatically critically fail perception checks. 
uh, and a minus four penalty if you have other senses. Let's see. You're immune to visual effects and blinded over eyes dazzled. Actually, it doesn't lower your AC at all. You just can't I, I see. Bet, That's I, weird. I bet it's keyed off of everybody being like unobserved. Oh, or, that's true. You know, so I if bet, it can't observe you, that. right? Yeah, exactly. So, so it's like you know, like if 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 somebody if something's hidden attacks you, that means something. I bet that I bet I bet it keys off of that. Yeah. Does the head fly back though? Didn't it fly back? Not yet. Not yet. On its turn, it flies back. So the fifteen oh. still hidden. wouldn't hit it. So. So while you're hidden, it knows now, where uh, you are. Second, it's got to be that that level of condition where it can't see you, but it knows where you are. Yeah, it's, a creature you're hidden from is flat-footed to you and must succeed at a check when targeting you with an attack. Yada yada. So, yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's flat-footed against attacks right now. Right, so it so is flat-footed. Where does it, it is? Yeah, because oh, of well. hidden. So oh. because it's blind, it can't see him, which means everyone's hidden to him, which means it's flat-footed to everyone. Right. Do I get a? What an oh no, Thorgrim gets kill stealed. Nella figures out that wait a second, this monster's blind. I actually did hit it, and I get my hero point back nice. and kills it. Nice! <laughs> oh, that's so good. And Thorgrim comes so up and is like, I'll save you, Nella. Oh, wait, it's dead already. Oh well. I no, appreciate that's, I that's appreciate a, you going fine. back and looking for that. I I hadn't even thought about that, but okay. I didn't realize it was blind. Yeah. Well, there's a lot going on, and it's a new program, so I had to. Sure. I had to figure it out. And plus, uh, blind doesn't. It doesn't explicitly say that it has a minus to its AC, and its AC was 16. So you rolled a 15. So it was that close. So you hit it because it says I'm flat-footed. So it's a 14. So it's dead. And I also feel bad that you would have wasted Shell Alley on that. So. All right, combat's over. They're all dead. Um, cool. Nix Knox is still hiding. You're like, where'd Nix Knox go? Where'd he go? I um, retrieved wow. my trident. Guys, they got Nix Knox. We have to rescue him. Millicent turns around, sees Nix Knox like right there by her leg, and is like, holy, ah, that little gremlin. Ah. She <laughs> starts to storm off. Yeah, you gremlin. Oh, there he is. Oh, Nix Knox. Nix Knox. That's <laughs> like an 86 sitcom. It's like a night. Yeah, yeah, it's a Saturday morning uh, sidekick. Nibbler. Nix Knox. Do these guys have any loot? Yeah, they got tons oh, of loot. They got. They have a whole chest of loot. They were protecting. Yeah, they it. got. They got short bows. Woohoo! Okay, I like that. <laughs> they, they, they had short bows. Do they have uh, arrows? <laughs> yeah, they had some arrows. Sure. Do they have a quiver? Uh, sure. Do they have a belt pouch? No. What? No. Uh, I'll just for the hell of it. I'll uh, use, I guess, a cult, a cult, arcana, whatever, and I'll see if there's anything useful for crafting from them because. They're weird magical creatures that have flaming skulls and things like that. Okay, you use your occultism and think, nah, it's, if anything, it's ruined. These are like, they're just skeletons on fire. Everyone has a skeleton. All you do is take a skeleton, put it on fire, and voila, you got a skeleton on fire. There's no big deal. Cool. You want to ground I, its bone powder and make a potion, so? I suggest we tarry no longer here. These were weak. The next may be strong. I say, say we should go. Oh, actually... Do you actually search all of them, Thorgrim? The yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So you search all of them, and they all look like they have really, really 
old armor, except for one of them. One of them seems to have fresher armor, if you will, wearing clothing and armor closer to modern styles, but probably at least a century out of date. And some of these others are even further out of date and completely decayed and um, just, you know, totally decrepit. So you do find that there is a small pouch that somehow is still intact. You have to imagine that it's some magic that's keeping it intact. But the pouch is in its very last legs and is about to disintegrate. But there's something inside the pouch. What is in the pouch? You find an extremely old wayfinder. In fact, I will show you what you find. You Ooh. find Ooh. that. Oh, I love that's that there's neat pictures. Looking. That's so good. Yes. Oh, my gosh. If you want to describe that. If someone wants to describe what you find. So it looks like a compass. Yeah, it's uh, like an artifact type yeah, of like, like a, It's like compass. a pocket watch compass. Yeah, yeah. Right, which is typical of Wayfinders, but this one has some interesting like light blue uh, triangles and little dots and things on it. And it looks like the, the cover of it that flips up has, it's either glass or is um, hollow so that you can see down into the compass part directly without having to open it. Uh, inside, it's really intricate and inlaid. Uh, it's it's a fancy. It, it's real fancy. And is that in the very background? Is that the world? Yes. Is that like terrain? Yes. yes. It looks like the. Uh, oh, what was the name of that thing from uh, Travelers? All Clear Kid. Remember that the little globe he would carry. No. Out? Nobody saw Travelers but you. Isn't that the Omni? The Omni. Yeah, unless you're from the 80s, no one else would get that reference. Travelers? Omni shows Omni showing green. I don't remember. Omni showing green, kid. Let's go. No one would. Really? There's only two of us that got that one? <laughs> I know. I, I, I don't remember Travelers at all. That was a great show. That was a great show. Um, We're all older than you. How do you remember the Travelers? I vaguely remember it. I like wow. Travelers, but I don't remember the details. It was, uh, it was this guy who his whole he was a traveler and he would go around history fixing things and he had a book but he lost his book so he found a kid and the kid was an expert at history so the kid would tell him what to do to fix it and he had this little thing that looked like a wayfinder and it had red and green on it and when things were still messed up it was red and then when they fixed things it would turn green and then they'd have to jump it was kind of like quantum leap but for history it sounds exactly <laughs> like quantum leap and and it was like actual big hist, like it was like it wasn't like little stories. It was like Napoleon or Genghis Khan. Was there a monkey like, on the show? Was there a chimpanzee on the show? Not an array. I don't think so, but anything's possible. Ah, uh, well then I didn't see it. And and the main the main guy was like dressed kind of like a pirate, and then the kid was just a normal normal preteen kid with like a goofy striped Waldo shirt. And then in real life, the guy who played the traveler, he killed himself by accident because he John took a prop Eric gun. Yeah, he took a prop yeah, that gun was horrible. and put it to his head and fired it. But prop guns still fire first oh, compressed yeah, air. Yeah, it's, like, it's a quarter, it's a quarter charge. Him. Yes, a quarter charge cell, shell with uh, like a wax covering where the lead is. So it's still like a quarter, like a, the power of a quarter of a bullet 
right up the, right up your head, sending shards of your oh, they'll, skull. A blank your will blow up a phone book. It, the blanks are incredibly powerful up close. Yeah, and he did it and didn't realize it, and he died, and uh, it was very sad. Anyhow, you find that, and you find a old brass bound book. Wow, maybe maybe this is the guy from the Traveler Show. Who knows? Nick Knox, take a look at this book. What can you make? I, I I take a look at the book and I take a look at the Wayfinder and I and I, I assess them. The Wayfinder is old. It's much older than anything you've seen recently. And the book is written in, I believe, a language none of you speak. Do any of you speak a language that begins with the letter O? Oh, Mister. I do. Does. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, Orizani? Or is it no Orizani? I speak it. Way. Do you really speak Orizani? I actually no, speak Orizani. Yes, but no, do you speak Osiriani? That, that, that's what I meant to say. That's what I was saying. I was like, Orizani. That doesn't sound right. It's more like Orizani. Okay. Wow. Do you speak why? Origami? Why do I speak you Origami. Speak? Why do you speak Origami? Why? why? Of all the, that's amazing. Just dumb luck from the backstory. Like, uh, the, like I, I just decided because I had an extra language slot that the wizard that made me came from that part of the world and spoke that language, and so I picked it up. It's like my languages, my languages are common, draconic, goblin, and uh, how do you pronounce it again? Or Siriani? Oh, Siriani. A Siriani. So, well, Nick Knox, you are the only one who can understand this weathered journal page. It looks like this is a journal that's been heavily water damaged. But at the very end, you find one page that you can actually read. All right, all right. I'm, I, let, let me, I'm, I'm, I'm reading. Uh, are you at, I'm going to read it out loud to everyone. The script is archaic, but I shall do my best. But despite my frequent letters to the Imperial Governor... I fear my request will go unheeded. Digarhrun and his ilk, once considered heroes in the capital thanks to their efforts in protecting the empire's borders and quelling rebellion, in quotations, while I'm seen as little more than a foreign agitator, despite my accomplishments and discoveries, Several of which have benefited the Empire. These tactics the Imperial forces are using will have detrimental effect. Many of these so-called rebels were simply farmers and landowners asking for fair representation, or at least some pretense of Imperial protection in return for the tithes and taxes they pay. This heavy-handed tyranny goes too far by several measures, and if the Empire does not enlighten its touch and work to fulfill, it, to fulfill its responsibility to the people, it may not last long enough to, uh, long enough to suffer the long-term effects of foolish choices like leaving the rebels, the rebels unburied and unshriven, provoking the elven communities. Uh, who called the nearby forest home. Perhaps I could convince Durvin to get involved. He'll see the, uh, the sense in my warnings. And they've been publishing his last adventure in a string of serials across the Empire. Oh, that's cool. So this is like one of the first of the uh, Pathfinder Chronicles. 
uh, I'd ask uh, 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 Selmius, but I'm afraid the old fool has more dignity than sense when it comes to dealing with politicians. Uh, Gregaro uh, would surely understand my worries, but with his heritage and his prejudices running rampant across the Empire these days, I fear his word would carry even less weight than my own. There must be something, and then it trails off. Huh. Can I roll my society check due to my cool uh, boon to see if I can help make more sense of this or give any additional insight? Yeah, like the, like the backgrounds on those names. I bet those are like famous society mm -hmm. from before. From sure. Before time. You, um... No, you don't do it. I do it. <laughs> what? Oh, I had it already. I know you did. Um, but I rolled it for you because you don't know okay. if you got it correct or not. You, um, that's true. That's true. You go through your head and try to understand what this is, and you don't recognize these names, but it sounds like maybe something in regard to where you're going because aren't you going somewhere called Digger's Rest? We are, and there's a mentioned a digging throne, so maybe the throne is buried there. Could be. Interesting. In terms of additional things, though, you don't have anything additional. Okay. So. I'll point this out to the rest of the party. Now, who do I feel did the best job during that fight? Who deserves a hero point? You know, definitely me. I feel I drew for first blood. <laughs> I feel that the one who did the most, who went forward and was facing life and death, Nick Knox, was Nella. I know. I know what to say. Nella, Nella gets the hero point. So Nella what? Nella two Fantastic! Hero what? Yay! Hooray! Wow! Not well deserved. Keepers. That's uh, not Mama Millicent, and not me. I. I I, I love how that did redeem your use of a hero point to, just to try to, to take the glory. That's true. That is true. That, no, that is actually, false. she didn't get to use it. She has two now because I, I retconned that. So she has two hero Yeah, because it was flat-footed. Oh, one. So she is not only did a miss become a hit and a crit and a crush, uh, she also got another hero point. So there. So she is just... Now, take in all it. fairness, that is a druid, and druid is OP. Well, you know, believe it or not, champions are OP too, but the thing about a champion is they actually have to fight for you to know that. Them sitting in the back, watching everyone, positioning, putting up a shield, wait, wait, wait. that this doesn't druid, do anything. This, this druid did, it killed half as many monsters as as, as Mr. Peepers did, but, but, but that's fine. That's Nella fine. killed two. Nella killed two. How two? Mr. Peepers oh. kill? Did Mr. Peepers kill four? I don't think so. Uh, I'm taking I, the hero point just for burning a relatively useful spell on a fight. We probably should have won pretty easily. That's true. That's it. true. You never yeah. know. You never yeah. know. It looked intimidating. There's no recount. There's no recount. Yeah, we didn't know. And then, yeah, I think definitely you took the bold choice of using a good spell. It was appropriate for the moment. And you went right forward and got in the fray. Well, I did know that the druid, the druid at the low, at least at low levels, is the pocket paladin because it's like somehow very good against undead. <laughs> like, oh, how did that happen? Because uh, undead are uh, abominations of against nature. Druids are good at everything. Okay, so we get the 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 goods and we march. We march. We march. You march. All you right. March. So I, I've been I've been reading over this. Uh, I've been reading over the clue, and 
uh, it, th there is a clue in here. It's like it, th this is telling that it's like uh, uh, that the empire might not might not last long enough to suffer the long term effects of such foolish choices like leaving the rebels unburied and unshriven. So I, so I think he's in a, these are unburied re rebels, probably. Right, 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 right. So, so, so the empire, like the, the empire, did not tend to the corpses, did not tend to the bodies. And so their un, un so their unrest unrested spirits or uh, unquiet spirits are haunting this land is is my supposition. Interesting. Mister Peeper says, "Quiet down, you spirits." Yeah. So <laughs> so we're going to we're going to Diggins Rest. Is that where we're going? Yes. You probably have another two and a half days of travel to get there. All right. So 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 Diggin is the is the rebel leader. And so probably, like, so my guess would be undead dungeon digging through, and uh, and his and and his and his Robin Hood nah. band of merry undead men. Nah, it's not gonna be undead. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, hey, you don't think so? No. They, they... All right, let's go see. Yeah, I can metagame it, but okay. You continue to march, march through the forest. Dun, 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 dun. You continuously going through the forest, and as you go through the forest, you actually find a bit of a trail. It's not a very well marked trail, but you do notice a trail that's guarded by occasional waypoints with these stone markers. And it looks like this was a rudimentary way for people to be guided to Diggins Rest. So you follow that through the forest clearing into where you see after two and a half days a tower off in the distance what? a lone tower juts upward through the tree tops tree tops three the no, through the treetops the crumbled stone walls surrounding the tower indicating that it may have once been part of a much larger keep spiked wooden barricades force anyone seeking to approach it on foot to take a winding and circuitous route forward. So you, you just want to climb right up to it? You see a tower. It seems to be maybe five, six stories tall. And there is an entranceway. And from all your markings that you are at Diggins Rest. Hmm. It is what time of day would you like it to be? I could assume that it is midday. Midnight. Midnight. Dusk dusk the sun sets on the horizon sending long shadows across the forest floor as things scamper and go away in the distance we hear a wolf howl i love it how long did we march was it at least a day march yeah, is one you, month yep yep you um wow that was good uh mr <laughs> peepers heals automatically your one hit point of damage do you want to use a potion before i give you um any free healing would you like to use one of your uh, potions? Hold on. Mr. Peepers falls on the floor, on, on the ground, and begs, Heal me! Heal me! <laughs> All right. Thorgrim, uh, do you use your lay on hands? I think uh, Thorgrim should lay on hands, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Are you, you know going to use your lay on hands? Are you... Actually, <laughs> he, has, you actually only... he has his own lay on hands. Yeah. That's true, yeah. but Thorgrim can use lay on hands... I believe it's six times 24. How many times is that a day? Uh, that's a lot of times. Per I can use it every yeah. 10 minutes. Well, yeah, right. So, yeah, you're right. right. <laughs> Mr. Peepers is going to walk. Oh, I'll heal you. Oh, I'll he's heal gonna, you He's going to walk and he's going to whimper. 
like every like 15 minutes just all right all right yeah i i, I will peepers. heal you uh little, little wait, peepers man wait 10 minutes that's fine uh come on i i can patch him up if that'll make him stop carrying on <laughs> well um he still whimpers after he's healed too so. oh no mama you <laughs> fail your medicine check you fail do your damage. Do your damage. Do damage. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is non-consensual uh, medical aid. I don't know what's going on with this. this, this you're you're going to violate your Hippocratic Oh, oath. my God. Oh, my God. Mama, <laughs> Mama's like, I'll take care of you, Mr. Peepers. And she's like, whoops. And she rolls Get down natural... away from me. That's a sharp <laughs> instrument. That's not what we need. I was going to, I'm just going to cut this here infected part right out. The skeleton touched it. Who knows what kind of diseases they've got? Yeah, that um, treat wounds. So that does, oh, it only does 1d8 damage. One point. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. So, like it. so instead of going, instead of getting healed, Mama tries to heal him, makes it worse. But then, but then the the I can come hands. to the rescue. Yeah, yeah. The six points, he can easily heal, easily heal, Mister Peepers. <laughs> Mama, I was, I was well, warming up in the bullpen and doing another roll. treat. You, you, no, there's no roll. No, I just no thought roll. it was just, no it's just six. It's automatic. It's okay, automatic. okay. Now, if you to just oh, stop well, squirming no. there. If there was a. If there was a roll, like if six there was a points, roll, it would have been, been, been a one. It would have been a one. It would have been a one, yeah. It would have. Heels should be 2d4. Okay. So you see the tower. You see a obvious entranceway. What do you do? Mr. Uh, Peepers walks right through the front entrance. Yeah, let's just let's just go on inside. Uh, yeah, okay. You said there was like a let's winding road back and forth leading up to it? Yes. If that's going to take an obnoxiously long amount of time, can we just climb and scale up the side? I've got rope no. and grappling hook. No, no, it's not going to take... No, if anything, it's going to be easier. It's just... Uh, It'll take like ten minutes. It's not like oh, okay. hours here. Yeah, no, no. It's just. It's oh, just, I thought it was like winding charge. up the side of a mountain. No, it'll take half no, a day no, or no, something. No. no, no. It's just so you can't charge it directly. Oh well, yeah. Let's head up there. Sure. What are we waiting for? Yeah, we're gonna ease on down the road. Ease on down the road. Like the wind. It's actually ease on down the road. That's now, right. Don't you carry nothing that won't be a load. <laughs> what is the marching order? Mama go first. Uh, Scarecrow, Tin Man. Oh wait, sorry, we're talking about <laughs> something else entirely. Uh, yeah, Mister Peepers. I'm the cowardly lion, clearly. Behind uh, Mama, Nipsey, Nipsey Russell in front. Ah, <laughs> oh, Nick Knox, what you doing back there? I'm hiding. Program out of position completely. I'm gonna go explore the tower in past form. <laughs> Oh, I love that Thorgrim is right up front with a sign that says, attack me. And he's holding it up with both of his hands. Hmm. How dare you? I, I, I welcome the attack. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Tales from the Black Lodge. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com. 
You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember to attack the gazebo.